welcome to Your Plan, Your Way with Tom O'Connell, President of International Financial Advisory Group. Thanks for having me back. Hi to all the listeners out there. I'm very excited about today's show. We have a great guest coming up, a gentleman by the name of David Walker. And because of that, I also have an offer for the listeners. There's a book called The Power of Zero by my friend David McKnight, who had his book forwarded by David Walker himself. And so I'd like to make that book available to any any listener who calls in or or goes to our website and requests the book. Um, There's no obligation. There's no cost to the listener to do that. Just send us your mailing info and phone number, and we will get the book shipped out to you the next day. Ladies and gentlemen, great offer to begin the program there, The Power of Zero by David McKnight and featuring a forward by David M. Walker, the former U.S. Comptroller General, who will be joining us a little bit later in the program. To request your copy, give a call now, 973-394-0623. That's 973-394-0623. Or you can go online to the website planandj.com. That's planandj.com. Or call 973-394-0623. Tom, you've talked about this book before, and we're going to get into some of the big questions in our financial planning in this program. But talk to us about the value that you think this book will add to somebody's financial awareness. What kind of information will they find in this book? Well, I I think uh, starting out, what people don't realize is the tax implications of their retirement, especially their retirement plans and options. Uh, What's going to happen with their pension money, their 401k distributions, required minimum distributions, the taxation on their social security benefits. A lot of people are very unaware of it. And so what this book talks about really is how you can take advantage of the tax code to uh, minimize your tax obligations in retirement. At the end of the day, what we're always trying to do is put more money in our clients and our listeners' pocket and retirement isn't the time when they should be living in a higher tax bracket. And so what this book does is it lays out a great game plan to help you understand what the tax minefields are and how to maneuver around them. And again, ladies and gentlemen, to receive a copy of the book by David McKnight, The Power of Zero, all you have to do is give a call right now to Tom O'Connell at International Financial Advisory Group and request your copy. 973-394-0623. That's 973-394-0623. Or go to the website plannj.com. That's plannj.com. And David Walker is going to be joining us a little bit later in the program. We're going to be honored to be joined by the former comptroller general for the United States, basically the guy that was in charge of writing and signing the checks for the United States government. And he resigned because he did not feel he was getting a whole lot of traction in Washington, getting the folks up there to pay attention to the real situation that we are in with our debt and deficit and entitlement programs. And he was trying to make some forward progress. So he resigned from that position and went on a bus tour uh, of the United States, raising awareness that At that time, Tom, we were going $10 million more in debt per minute. It was the 10 million a minute bus tour. Does that type of information raise concerns for you as a financial planner, the fact that the United States government is going in debt to the tune of 10 million additional dollars per minute? It's absolutely one of the major concerns for me as an advisor or planner for my clients. I was in a meeting with a new client last week. 
And one of the things we talked about was this specific issue. And he asked me point blank. He said, well, how many times does the government expect me to pay taxes on my money? And I thought that was a great question because look, at the end of the day, with a $10 million a minute deficit or debt accumulation, the government is going to have to raise taxes. It's pure math. It's not politics. And it's going to have to continue raising these taxes. As uh, David Walker has said, basically tax rates have to double almost immediately or immediately since he started this tour uh, in order for us to fulfill our obligations. So taxes is a big deal. Remember, the two easiest places for the government to assess a tax or redo the tax code on are retirement money, because you've never paid taxes on any of that money, 401ks, IRAs, 403b plans. So that's the first and easiest place for them to go after money. And the second is in the estate taxes, because dead people don't vote. This is a huge area of confusion, mythology, and misinformation. You know, This whole concept of people retiring in a lower tax bracket started back in the 70s when people were working and we had the highest tax bracket in the 70 percentile. And so, of course, when you stopped working and you started receiving retirement income, it was most likely less than what your working income was at that point in time. So, of course, you were going to be in a lower tax bracket. But in this day and age where we're in a discounted tax environment and where we are accumulating $10 million a minute of additional debt, and they say, according to the Congressional Budget Office, within the next seven years, our national debt is going to be $30 trillion, not $20 trillion. Well, the only place for taxes to go is up and people need to be prepared. Tom, there's always kind of a line of distinction between the tax planner or preparer and the financial advisor. And you as a financial advisor do not yourself do the tax returns for individuals. You don't do the tax preparation. But when it comes to how much money we are ultimately going to owe in taxes over the course of our lifetime, a lot of that is going to be as a result of the way that we have done our financial planning. And you do sit down with people and help them strategize on the ways, the methods, the options that they have available to, where morally, legally, and ethically possible, reduce or eliminate unnecessary taxes from their financial future, correct? Correct. I do not do tax returns. I am not an accountant. I'm not a CPA. I don't have a master's in taxation. So I don't do that paperwork for people. What I typically find, and this is not a knock on anybody, but what I typically find is that accountants are more like history majors, where what they do is they look back in time and report on it rather than take assessing where someone was and where they are and where they're going in the future. That's what we try to do. We try to work with our clients as well as their other professionals, whether it be accountants or attorneys. What we're not only doing is looking at where what they've done and where they are right now, but what can be different in the future if we have some other tools available that will reduce their burden going forward? Because again, we all know pure math, things are going to cost more in the future, whether it's because of higher taxes or because of inflation. And what are we doing now to prepare for that future cost or that future loss of a benefit? 
right? So if, for instance, the government decides that they no longer are going to have a COLA rider on someone's social security benefit, isn't that a loss of a benefit in some regard? And how are people going to be prepared for that? And that's what we do. We look at that and say, okay, here's this potential and this is what you should do. These are the tools that you should be using to be prepared in the event that that happens. Ladies and gentlemen, the number to call to reach Tom O'Connell if you would like that kind of approach with your financial planning and the perspective for what the future implications are of the way that you are saving and preparing today, give Tom O'Connell a call for a complimentary financial review. 973-394-0623. That's 973-394-0623. You can also request that book, The Power of Zero by David McKnight. And you can also be in touch online by visiting the website plannj.com. That's plannj.com. Or you can text on your mobile device, plannj, one word, no space, plannj to the number 555-888. But for that complimentary review or to request that book, The Power of Zero by David McKnight, easiest way, call now, 973-394-0623. And Tom, we are now joined by Mr. David M. Walker, former Comptroller General of the United States from 1998 through 2008, and he is now founder and CEO of the Comeback America Initiative. David, it probably took a lot of hard work and dedication to obtain that high-level position, basically as the government accountability officer, as the Comptroller General, and you made the hard decision to step down from that position. What led to that difficult decision? Well, when I became Comptroller General of the United States and head of the Government Accountability Office, I had three goals that I set for myself. Uh, And I had accomplished two of the three goals uh, after about nine years. And I ultimately determined that I was not going to be able to accomplish the third goal in that position. And that third goal being being able to not just talk about the problem with regard to our nation's finances, but to be able to address sensible solutions that are nonpartisan in nature, but should be able to gain bipartisan support. So that's why I left. What held you back from being able to achieve that goal? Was it simply the bipartisan support aspect of it, or was this goal more difficult to accomplish than you at first thought it would be? Well, when you're controller general and head of the GAO, Your client is the Congress of the United States, and then all of the American people. And the mission of the GAO is to support the Congress uh, to help improve performance and assure accountability. And the Congress generally does not want the GAO to be in the policy development business. So to the extent that you were going to be making specific recommendations about these are the type of tax reforms you need to consider, these are the types of reforms to social insurance programs, this is what you need to do in the area of defense spending. This is what you need to do in the area of government organization and operations. It crossed the line between what historically they wanted GAO to do and what I felt needed to be done. Hey, David, this is Tom. I really appreciate you taking the time to uh, speak with us today. It sounds like you were being proactive in accomplishing at least two things in Washington. What would it have taken for you to accomplish that third goal? Well, I got two of the three accomplished. The only one that I didn't get accomplished was to try to be able to have a meaningful down payment made on what it was going to take in order to be able to put our nation's finances in order. And that's where I felt you had to get into specific reforms, which the Congress didn't really want the Comptroller General to do. 
So I became the first CEO of the Peterson Foundation. Uh, after that, I ended up founding my own Comeback America initiative, and I proved that the American people were a lot smarter than the politicians realized. They can handle the truth. They're willing to accept tough choices as long as they're part of a comprehensive and integrated plan that's designed to achieve a specific goal uh, and that they deem to be fair. So I proved that. Now what we need is the president and the Congress work together to operationalize it. So after your time as Comptroller General, you spent some time touring the country in those new initiatives. What was your hope for that time touring the country, meeting with the American people, and do you feel like you did make progress? There's no question that I did. I mean, basically, uh, in particular, uh, we did a $10 million a minute tour, which is how fast the unfunded obligations and debt was going up at the time, $10 million a minute, and we were able to engage the public and gain a supermajority support for a range of budget, Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, health care, defense, tax, and other reforms that were designed to achieve a specific goal. And the whole point is, if you want to solve this problem, you can't do it with an inside-the-beltway solution. The president has to engage the people directly. The people then need to put pressure on their elected officials to be able to come up with solutions. Because the far right is going to have to compromise and the far left is going to have to compromise in order to get this job done. And only the president is elected by all the people. Hey, David, it's Tom again. Uh, Do you feel the ones in office now could be the ones that will actually address these problems? Well, so far, President Trump has talked about how do we increase economic growth and opportunity. And I'm all for that. And clearly there's a lot that can and should be done there through regulatory relief, tax reform, critical infrastructure investment, et cetera, fair trade rather than just free trade. But that by itself is not going to get the job done. The president has not talked much about how do we eliminate waste in the Defense Department, how do we end up separating the wheat from the chaff between which government programs are working and which ones aren't, how do we reform Social Security and Medicare to make them solvent, sustainable, secure, while not busting the bank, and those are the things he's going to have to address. He has the opportunity, and hopefully he will take advantage of it. My sense is he's going to focus on the growth part first and then potentially address these other issues. How do you feel about the financial progress and awareness of this country to this point, and where do you see us heading moving forward? Well, our deficits started coming down, but our economic growth has been very slow. We're not going to be able to grow our way out of this problem. Debt as a percentage of the economy continues to grow. And while I agree that we need to grow the economy, create more job opportunities, we're also going to have to end up reforming health care, social insurance programs, defense spending, and other areas. And what I haven't seen is much talk about that. David, growth is certainly a concern in the larger economy, but those programs are what affects each person more individually. What should the average person be concerned about with their financial future? Look, the fact of the matter is the federal government's grown too big, promised too much, and it's going to have to restructure. If we can get the economy growing faster, that will help. But tough choices are going to have to be made with regard to spending, including social insurance programs. People need to understand that eventually those reforms will be made. They're likely to live longer than they expect. They're likely to have to pay more for health care than they expect. So they need to plan, save, invest, preserve, uh, try to get out of debt as soon as they can so that they can have the flexibility 
to be able to deal with the kinds of changes that ultimately are going to have to happen. You mentioned restructuring some of the programs in the government. What do you feel the future of those government-sponsored entitlement programs, such as Social Security, Medicaid, and Medicare, look like as we move into our future? Well, first, Social Security is arguably the most important and clearly the most popular federal program. It is underfunded by about $11 trillion. When the so-called trust fund goes to zero in, you know, frankly, less than 20 years from now, it's still got about 78 cents in revenue for every dollar of promised benefits. So it's not like it's going to have no money. But we need to reform it now to try to be able to make it solvent, sustainable, secure, indefinitely. People may have to work somewhat longer. They may, not, they may get somewhat a different amount than they think they're going to get. But they're going to get something. The real changes are going to be in the health care area. The government is way overpromised on health care. Medicare is underfunded about $30 trillion in current dollar terms. Its trust fund is going to run out quicker than Social Security. And obviously we have to end up deciding what are we going to do about the Affordable Care Act. So the biggest changes are going to come in the health care area, and people better understand that they're likely to have to pay more for health care than they expected. What fiscal policies or personal financial options do we have to overcome some of the concerns we have with the benefit and entitlement programs? Well, you have to plan, save, invest, preserve. When you get closer to retirement, look at your investment strategy or asset allocation to make sure that you don't have as much volatility. And when you get to the point of retirement, you need to think about how do you want to convert your savings? Uh, Do you want to consider annuities as an option, which protect you against a longer life expectancy than you expected. Uh, you know, myself, you know, I've gotten out of debt. I've got a significant amount in an IRA. Uh, I've got several life annuities, two of which are indexed for inflation or other factors. And so I think I'm in good shape. But, you know, that didn't just happen overnight. I had to contemplate that and take steps over many years in order to put myself in the position uh, that I am today. And others need to do the same. Well, Dave, as you have taken a look very closely at our economy and on some level controlled much of our government accountability, you sound like you have taken steps personally to safeguard and insulate yourself in some manners to make sure that your financial future is sound. That's an approach that you suggest to others also learn more about and evaluate for themselves? Absolutely. I'm not worried about myself. I'm not real worried about my kids but I'm very concerned for my grandkids' future. Uh, And that's one of the reasons that I'm still engaged in this fight to try to be able to put our finances in order uh, because I think what's going on now is irresponsible, it's unethical, it's immoral. We're burdening the future of our children and grandchildren when they're going to have a lot tougher competition uh, in an increasingly competitive and global economy. Uh, That's not the right thing to do. And I'm going to do what I can to change that. What do you think when you hear politicians promising to cut or not raise taxes into the future? Well, nobody likes to pay higher taxes, especially if they don't think they're getting a good deal with regard to the taxes they're already paying. Uh, And there's no question that we can generate additional revenue through more economic growth. Most of the changes we're going to have to make are going to come on the spending side. But I believe that in time, we're going to have to end up getting more tax revenue as a percentage of the economy than we have historically. So there will be somewhat higher tax burdens over time, but the bigger changes are going to take place on the spending side, as they should. 
David, what is your opinion of the method that the majority of Americans are saving for their financial future by deferring, delaying, and postponing paying tax inside of their retirement accounts? Do you think that that is a wise approach or something that we should think twice about? Well, for sure, I think you need to save and invest for the future. Reasonable people can and will differ on whether or not you want to do it through, for example, a Roth IRA or a regular IRA. The difference being is when do you pay taxes? Obviously, all, most all Americans are covered by Social Security, which is the foundation of retirement security. Many Americans are included in employer-sponsored plans, like 401k plans, and, and so those are already set up. You, know, you need to take advantage of those to the maximum extent possible, at least to the employer match. So the real decision is, what, if anything, do you beyond that with regard to an IRA, and do you want to do it through a Roth or through a regular IRA? And you can obviously talk to your people about the tax differences there. Well, David, we certainly appreciate your time, both in serving as Comptroller General of the United States and in joining us here on the program, and all of your efforts after you stepped down from that position to help the American public become more aware of the fiscal situation that we are truly in. Thank you for joining us, and thank you for all of your efforts. Well, thank you very much for the opportunity. I'm, I'm still in the fight from a different position on the battlefield. <laughs> well, we will uh, cheer for you and all your efforts. Thank you for being here once again. Take care. Bye-bye. Tom, that was a great interview with Mr. Walker there, and he shed some light not only on some of the issues facing us in our larger economy and in the general public, but some of the strategies that he personally has utilized in his own financial planning to help overcome some of these hurdles or obstacles or challenges that we're facing. It was a phenomenal chat that we were able to have uh, with David. Uh, you know, I, I'm completely grateful for him taking the time to to uh, work with us today on the show. Uh, and you're absolutely right. Some of the some of the things that the folks heard today is the exact same information we've been talking about for months and months now on this show. And it, it just goes to show that hey. Not only are the people in power and the people with the knowledge doing the kind of planning that we're talking about, it's available to every single listener out there. Ladies and gentlemen, Tom O'Connell has made a book available to you for listening to the show today. It is by David McKnight, and it's got a forward by David Walker. The title of the book is The Power of Zero, and it talks about strategies where you can reduce or eliminate Uncle Sam uh, from having his hand in your retirement and making sure that you are keeping as much of your money as possible for the future growing and being available to you and future generations tax-free. That's why it's The Power of Zero. Again, the book available on today's program, written by David McKnight. Tom O'Connell is making that book available to you. All you need to do is pick up the phone and give a call, 973-394-0623. That's 973-394-0623. Or visit online, plannj.com. Tom makes an additional offer available. This is a very valuable opportunity. He makes it available on a complimentary, no-cost, no-obligation basis to come in for a comprehensive financial and retirement review and analysis. You can find out more about some of the strategies that the former Comptroller General of the United States, Mr. David M. Walker, described he is doing for himself in his own personal planning. Tom O'Connell has talked about these many times on the program, and he can discuss how to design and implement those kind of protected income strategies into your retirement for financial 
security, confidence, and stability moving into your retirement future. Give a call if you would like to take Tom up on that offer, 973-394-0623, or visit online planandj.com. Another way to be in touch to take advantage of either of those offers for the review or for the book, The Power of Zero, you can text Plan NJ, one word, no space, Plan NJ to the number 555-888 on your mobile device. Plan NJ to 555-888 or just visit PlanNJ.com or call 973-394-0623. Tom, as always, we appreciate your time as we appreciated the time of former Comptroller General, Mr. David M. Walker, in joining us on the program. But Tom, thank you very much for being here as our resource each and every week on Your Plan, Your Way, Plan NJ. Well, I really appreciate you having this show, hosting it, and asking us all the questions that need to be asked and allowing us the opportunity to get the information out there that the folks, the listeners need that they're not getting. One final thanks to all the listeners out there who I know there's other things they could be doing with their time. And and so we certainly are honored and appreciative of the opportunity to hopefully help them, bring them some education and information that they need. And even, again, the, the offer of the book, and the opportunity to sit down and and have that heart-to-heart, need-to-need discussion. Once again, if you'd like to sit down with Tom, all you need to do is pick up the phone and give a call, 973-394-0623, or visit online, plannj.com. You can get that book, The Power of Zero, by David McKnight, by contacting Tom O'Connell and International Financial Advisory Group in either of those two ways. Give a call, 973-394-0623, or visit online, plannj.com. We'll talk to you again real soon here on Your Plan, Your Way, Plan NJ. Catch more of Tom O'Connell and Your Plan, Your Way by visiting PlanNJ.com. The content of this radio show is provided for informational purposes only and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. You are encouraged to seek investment, tax, or legal advice from an independent professional advisor. Any investments and or investment strategies mentioned involve risk, including the possible loss of principal. Advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, a registered investment advisor. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing company. Withdrawals of growth from annuities may be taxable as ordinary income in the year it is taken. Individuals should review contracts for specific details of the product's features costs. Early withdrawals may subject the owner to penalties, fees, or taxes. Fiduciary duty extends solely to investment advisory advice and does not extend to other activities such as insurance or broker-dealer services. Advisory clients are charged a quarterly fee for assets under management, while insurance products pay a commission, which may result in a conflict of interest regarding compensation.